0: hello everybody welcome back to another episode of the mega potion podcast my name is josh and with me we got nick hey everybody what's what's up my good sir not much hanging and banging (laughs) mostly hanging only hanging (laughs) really only (laughs) hanging well that's all right i'm over here on a sunday afternoon drinking a whiskey and diet dr pepper so you know i'm crushing it
1: hard too. sunday fun day let's go
0: that's right that's right uh everyone thank you for listening you probably clicked on this because you saw something about final fantasy in the title and we'll get to that soon basically what we're gonna do is nick's never played a final fantasy game and we're gonna kind of go through them and see if we can hopefully find out what's the best one for him to play for the first time Mm -hmm. maybe along the way shed some light on you listeners, give you some valuable information for you to maybe pick what your first Final Fantasy should be. It's really a public service is what we're doing today. But um before we do that, we had some news, some news that has happened since we've last uh we've last convened. And I think the biggest one, especially for Nick as well, is that uh there's been talks about a Switch Pro.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, there have been talks about a Switch Pro, I feel like, <laughs> since the Switch came out. Like, yeah. day two, people were talking about Switch Pros. But finally, the rumors and the news seems much more uh, official, much more substantive. And uh, and I think it's actually going to happen this time.
0: Yeah, um, well, because some of the news, obviously, is, I think, maybe it's trying to come out in the fall here, like holiday time, I would assume. Yeah. And then it's supposed to... I've read OLED screen, Mm -hmm. which for the handheld portion, that's pretty great. That'll look great, yeah. But I haven't heard too many positive things. I don't know if there's speculation or not of just uh, the resolution per se on it. Yeah, so
1: what I've heard is the, yeah, the screen... On the switch itself, will be upgraded to OLED, but it will stay 720p resolution. Yeah. Um, but then apparently, when you dock, you're supposed to be able to get up to 4K resolution now, and they're using, or probably going to be using a new Nvidia chip that does like some like AI upscaling or like machine learning um, 4k so it's maybe not like true 4k but you know it does some kind of wizardry to 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 make it look better or you know increase the resolution on on textures and stuff
0: Um, right and that's my that was where i got a little concerned about it if it wasn't it's not going to be true 4k it's going to be some sort of upscale yeah i mean listeners will know potentially um and nick you probably know about me is i don't necessarily really care <laughs> too much about yeah, you're, that in you're general. one of those
1: weird hardcore gamers that doesn't care about the tech
0: i'm the one that just likes to play the i like the quality and content within the game yeah. not whether or not it's uh so uh, that'll be a fun thing to say too once we get into the more final fantasies because i'm like final fantasy one it's a great game sure it looks like you know three blocks walking around but great game the gameplay is correct then the graphics don't bug me that much unless it's terrible i mean there is definitely some especially in the playstation uh realm that like frame rate is so bad that it generally is just you just can't handle it yeah um actually when we get into games we're playing was playing control and control is a really good example on the ps4 that It does not run very well sometimes.
1: Oh, see, I've been playing on PS5, and it's smooth as silk.
0: Oh, I bet it is, yeah. But uh, I will say, um, every single time I pause and control on PS4 and unpause, it gives me about... I got about five seconds for the whole game to catch up to itself. Wow. Yeah, every every time, without fail.
1: Yeah, I'm not getting any of that.
0: No, that's, uh, that's what I got. So, yeah, do you... I mean, you have a Switch, yep. obviously. Mm-hmm. Is something like a Switch Pro for someone who owns a Switch and and a, such a Nintendo boy like you? Is that a thing that you want to upgrade to? Would you upgrade um, or wait until you break your Switch or something?
1: I'm I'm definitely interested in learning more about it and seeing if an upgrade is worthwhile or you know necessary. I would only probably uh, you know upgrade on day one or close to day one if. There were going to be new games that were only going to play on a switch pro so if, the, if it's not gonna work if if any new nintendo games don't work on the old switch now yeah then i would um definitely look into getting it as probably as soon as possible because i have to imagine um you know there's rumors that this is going to um coincide with the release of breath of the wild 2 and if they make that a switch pro exclusive that's that's what I'm definitely going to think about.
0: That'll it. that'll be the thing that'll move the, the system for mm-hmm. sure, because, yeah, I, I guess if the new Breath of the Wild or a new Mario or anything came out just on Switch playable on Switch and Switch Pro. I wouldn't I'll just I'll just I'll just play it on my Switch.
1: <clears throat> no, I don't think Nintendo's would will do that. I think they'll I think they're looking at this as like a PS4 Pro or the Xbox One X or whatever they did and it's a like mid cycle refresh so all the old games will still play on it and anything new will play on both and if it is if that is the case then I don't know how much better the the newer games are going to look or be on a Switch Pro because if it still has to be able to play on the old one I don't know how much of that AI upscaling they can do to really change
0: things right yeah I guess we'll find out. Time will tell, but it's exciting. I've been playing my Switch a little bit more, which is, you know, odd for me. So even even this makes me think. As long as the Switch Pro comes out and they can say, hey, don't worry, there'll be no more controller drift or something. Yeah. <laughs> worth it. Right there. Yeah. I've had... Even even someone like me who has played very little Switch in its lifetime compared to, like, yourself, I have, I have uh, had... My Joy Cons start drifting. Mm-hmm.
1: No, it's it's happened to everybody, unfortunately. Some of us multiple times.
0: If you've looked at a Switch, your Joy Con has drifted. <laughs> Tell you that right now. So, uh, and then a couple other little bits of news that are just more interesting than anything. Uh, this is not going to for a uh, factor into the conversation we're about to have, but Square uh, has released information about two well technically three more final fantasy seven related games
1: yeah can yeah can you decipher that for me because i've i saw some some announcements about that saw a couple trailers and i was really confused as to what these games were
0: (laughs) i can i can uh enlighten you nick so number one i think the biggest one that will probably become the most popular portion is final fantasy 7 remake integrate is presumably a dlc only available on the playstation 5 for the final fantasy 7 remake which stars uh yuffie or yuffie depending on how you read it when you were a child (laughs) and it's about her coming to midgar so i don't know when it takes place it within the remake scenario Mm -hmm. um if it's happening while you're playing the game like while the main part of the game is happening or whatnot but you play as yuffie and that not much more has come out of it besides the trailer okay. so they kind of kind of uh tacked it on to their final fantasy 7 remake has a playstation 5 version right. also right okay. integrated is coming out uh it's i think it's slated to come out in june of this year playstation 5 i want once hey josh playstation 5 watch still don't have one (laughs) probably won't have one in june the way things are going yeah man i'm going to be fully vaccinated from a world virus before i get a playstation 5 (laughs) i just want to point that out so that's that's what i consider the biggest news because i mean i told my friend brian that and the only thing he replied was, "Well, guess I have a reason to buy a PlayStation Five now." So, <laughs> and now,
1: d- isn't there some confusion, or maybe, or or they have made it clear on like how to get
0: the PS5 version, and if you get a free upgrade if you had the old version, and, and yeah, they-, they well they did it weird um, because Final Fantasy VII Remake was a PlayStation Plus game. Mm-hmm one of the months it might be this month right now. Yeah, I think so. Um, So the March game, I'm pretty sure that if you just have a PlayStation plus version of final fantasy seven remake, that is not a free upgrade considered yeah. purchase. You didn't purchase the game to get the free upgrade, whatever. Um, but if you own it in any other fashion that you actually paid for it, I believe that then qualifies for the free upgrade okay and i don't necessarily know how they know that right there must be a little asterisks in the code somewhere <laughs> of your your digital receipt but so i i think that's how that's working i mean right away you know you play the playstation for me what this is just me going i don't really care about graphics that much because they show the side by side in the interlude trailer they also yeah. show like Final Fantasy 4 then it scrolls and it just shows, shows the Final Fantasy 5 graphics and you know it has a lot to do that I'm watching on my com- my like laptop screen too or like my little monitor on my desk but I'm like don't really notice that much of a difference Yeah. but when they are on a 70 inch TV or something like that I suppose it's probably probably shows up a little bit better so but I would be happy to just play my PlayStation 4 version on my PlayStation 5 anyway so when it comes to updates like that they don't really scream to me uh next two are mobile only games hmm. coming out so right away uh I, well i mean nick have we talked about this how what what's your uh view on our do you mobile game are you a mobile gamer
1: not really not at all no um you know back when Everyone was first getting iPhones or, you know, those first couple of years when the app store yeah. was big and it's like, did you get this new, try this new floaty jump game or whatever? And, you know, I, I was, I guess I was into it to, to that level, but I haven't downloaded or played a mobile game in years.
0: I think my favorite yeah. mobile game ever I played was a game called fall down on my TI 86 calculator when I was in <laughs> high school. Does that count as a mobile game? Love that. Uh yeah, and, and I'm not much of a mobile game. If the if it is available anywhere else, I will play it yeah. there. And if it's only available on mobile, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna play it.
1: Yeah, pretty much the same. Like I I don't want to disc I don't want to like completely disregard all mobile games. And, and and you know obviously if you are a mobile gamer that's cool too. I'm not saying I'm not trying to gatekeep there either. But oh no no no. no. Uh, and I know that there are apparently some really cool games and good-looking games. Like, a lot of games... I know that there are games on that you can play on iPhone that are also on Switch, and they look better on your iPhone. Like, if you had, like, you know, you could probably right. sync up a controller to your iPhone and probably then cast that to your screen, and you basically are playing, like, a better version of something you could on a Switch.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I just never look there for games. Like, I, I'm never trying to find something to play on a phone.
0: Right, yeah. I, I always see people playing like final fantasy games like oh i just played through final fantasy tactics and it's an iphone like yeah or they play on their like ipad and stuff and i think my biggest thing is i like the tactile feel of buttons and so i don't like playing just touch screen on my phone yeah same that's i think one of my biggest things and then something just doesn't work in my brain where i just kind of forget that game exists if it's only on my phone seems weird but that's true But I mean, you know, if you're like, hey, I play exclusively on my phone and it's working really well for you, I think it's just like more touch and feel for me for the most part.
1: Yeah. It's just what I know, you know, if I grew up, you know, if I was born in the 90s or late or early 2000s and just like had an iPad in front of me my whole whole life, then maybe, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, mobile gaming is basically all I do.
0: Right. Or if you're Japanese, for instance, big over there. (laughs) They love that mobile game. They do. They do. Um, So, these two are mobile games. First one is Final Fantasy VII, The First Soldier, or First Soldier. Um, It's a battle royale that is set 30 (laughs) years before Final Fantasy VII. And so, essentially, I think what the basic story is, is it's some sort of battle tournament to try to figure out who is the toughest soldier. Okay. And so, very interesting. A, A Final Fantasy VII battle royale, in my mind, would could potentially be really cool and do really well so and i'm just cu- i'm curious on why they would tra- like not trap it but put it only on mobile mm-hmm. when i feel like it's probably not that much more work to literally just release this almost this version ps4 xbox one
1: I, yeah I, that's i think the, the thing you know uh, i was trying to say a little bit earlier is that mobile games are you know mobile you know Cell phones are strong enough and powerful enough now that you could basically port them over to a PS4 or yeah. Xbox, and, and you're not going to feel like they're downgrades. Like, the visuals are are to par.
0: I mean, I bet the, I bet both of these Final Fantasy 7 mobile games that are coming out would look as good, if not better, than some of the Switch games that have come out in the yeah. past couple of years, yeah. you know? Uh, so that's the first one. And then the second one is one called Final Fantasy 7 Ever Crisis. Uh, And this one's slated to come out sometime in, I think, 2022. First Soldier is supposed to come out later in 2021, if I didn't say that before. Uh, This one, Ever Crisis, is supposed to basically be a playthrough of the entire series of Final Fantasy VII, like, as a whole. Like, all of it. Um, Before Crisis, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII proper, and even Dirge of Cerberus, which is a game that came out on PS2 starring Vincent Valentine. It was like a third-person shooter, (sighs) essentially. Wow.
1: I didn't. I didn't realize that there were like this many side stories or like sequels. To yeah, Final, Final 20, Fantasy VII is so.
0: huge now, um, and I think I'm not sure, but I think people, someone at least inquired potentially on whether or not maybe like Advent Children, the Final Fantasy VII movie, was going to somehow be incorporated into this Jeez. Ever Crisis. So it seems like it's yeah, pretty much the entire. It's probably a dumbed down version of each one of those stories kind of divided into a chapter like maybe sort of like episodic but I think it all comes out at the same time um kind of playthrough so interesting for maybe someone who's now I've never played before crisis and I've only played a little bit of crisis core I can tell you I have played all of dirge of Cerberus (laughs) that game is just fine Uh,
1: uh, yeah I, I gotta say I feel like square enix does some interesting stuff in the mobile gaming sphere? like again, don't really keep up with with mobile gaming news, but they definitely I, I feel like a lot of developers and publishers have like you know traditional ones have kind of given up on 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 innovating in the mobile game space. like uh-huh. they realized what people want to play on their cell phones and just kind of cater to that like a uh, star Wars themed candy crush or you know something like that. Yeah, where but it, Square Enix seems to, to still be kind of testing the boundaries of what people want to try on a cell phone, and and they're doing, I think, some more traditional, you know, console style games, which is kind of cool. But like, didn't they release a completely like mobilized version of Final Fantasy fifteen that you can play on your cell phone, and it's just like, yeah, that
0: was a, yeah, it. was I think it was called Final Fantasy fifteen Pocket Edition. yeah and it's like different
1: different visuals like it was more like cartoony but it was basically the whole game right
0: kind of yeah that's on ps4 too actually now they ported that over as well um it's got trophies and everything so (laughs) for that but yeah they yeah they made an entire version of final fantasy 15 and i heard it was just kind of like a just like dumbed down version of the game like i don't even i don't even know if the battle the systems itself are even dumbed down i think it's just like the story more compact yeah for the most part
1: I mean I guess someone must be interested in that but because <laughs> they, they keep going to mobile and trying stuff but um, yeah I guess you know I commend them for being adventurous
0: right I am curious on just because if they're a Japanese company and, and mobile games are so prevalent mm-hmm. over there that if they're like yeah if we really especially if we release a Final Fantasy related thing on mobile um, you know they release Dragon Quest and all this stuff yeah. The, the first ones on mobile um if they did all, if they do this kind of stuff that they must be seeing numbers because right. obviously they're selling pretty well you would think it would be interesting like this ever crisis thing you put that on PS4 140 million PS4s out there right but instead they'll put it on iPhones and Android i mean there's obviously more than 140 million people that yeah. have phones mm-hmm. but
1: yeah I, I, and I, I think it's also uh, i have to kind of look at it that they, that in this, in this, these cases, America is probably not the primary audience. Like, and, and, no, and yeah. we're kind of the afterthought and they're probably like, okay, we need to put this out in Japan on mobile, you know, in Asia on mobile, that's where we're seeing the numbers, but yeah, we might as well make it an option in America. Probably not going to get any downloads, but you know, probably doing the translation or whatever, or, you know, the process of localizing it probably doesn't cost more than what they're, they'd get out of it by offering it.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, well, if if uh, this first soldier game comes out and it's, you know, only a couple bucks or even free, potentially, depending on how they do it, it's Battle Royale. So they could have it be free to play with just purchasable little adornments or whatever for your character.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: But I mean, if it somehow is like, this is really good, I could I could you could see me going, okay, I'll try it. Yeah. But I couldn't see myself sticking with it. Yeah, and
1: I feel like you need to get a crew for a game like that, like people to play with.
0: Right, yeah, exactly. That helps too. Last upcoming Final Fantasy game, of course, is Final Fantasy sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, not much is known about it besides a big, I think there's only been one real trailer. There's like a teaser and then yeah. kind of the official trailer. It's been out. Um, 2023, I think, is probably when you can expect this to okay, come out. Okay, Potentially. Uh, we'll see. It definitely looks more medieval. There was somebody named uh, there was some sort of Prince Joshua in it, so I'm into that. <laughs> uh, it it looks a little darker. I think I saw some blood in the in yeah. the trailer, so I would suggest listeners check that out if you're into Final Fantasy, which you are because you're listening to this.
1: And is it isn't the guy who um uh, worked on Final Fantasy? 14 Isn't he pretty heavily involved in this one?
0: I think so. Yes. Oh my gosh. I should know his name, but I don't cause I'm a bad person, but yes, I actually believe so. You can tell even uh, when I think I first saw the 16 trailer, it looks very similar to a 14 kind of visual. So it looks, it looks, it looks good. I, I'm, I for one am extremely interested in this. It is at least a PlayStation probably five exclusive at least for a while yeah timed exclusive yeah i'm assuming it's probably about a year sony's been spending that big they think sony definitely thinks that it's important to spend money and make sure that final fantasy stuff comes to playstation yeah yeah i
1: I mean it really has i mean i think it's since ps1 to me final fantasy and 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 sony have been kind of arm in arm
0: right Right, nowhere have I, and I think anyone really thinks that they think Final Fantasy and Xbox no <laughs> in the same time, and maybe one day, uh, Nintendo. But I think it was Nintendo has maybe less powerful uh, consoles. Yeah, it becomes less appetizing for somebody like Square trying to pull off a new, super crazy Final mm-hmm. Fantasy game. Um. All right. Well, before we dive into or go through all the other Final Fantasies to kind of go through that with you and see which one maybe you think you want to play first. Uh, let's talk about what we've been playing this past month.
1: All righty. I'll, I'll go first. I'll start. I have finally rolled credits on Hades.
0: Ah, I saw you playing it the other day.
1: Yeah. So finally, just the last, I don't know, week and a half, finally, you know, strapped in and and did the work did the grinding finally beat it enough times to roll credits and i'm glad i i'm glad i went through it and you know it's one of those games even after you roll credits there's still so much more you can do and the yeah. stories you know not quote unquote over um but i'm going to probably leave it leave it aside for now it's 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 one of those fun games that i can just if randomly go back to it if i want if i've got you know a spare 30, 35 minutes. I'll just try and do a quick run or something. But
0: you say how many playthroughs do you think you did in your?
1: Um, I, I I know exactly. It was fifty-one. I had to do fifty-one runs to okay to to roll credits. You have to and you have to beat it like ten times.
0: I think you got your money's worth already oh, for sure. Oh yeah, and I have
1: <laughs> put I think it switched to say now I have put fifty hours into the game, so I yeah. I more than got my money's worth. And uh, I yeah, hi- highly recommend that game. It's the first time I've really done any kind of roguelike style game, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I don't think I'll look into other games in that genre because I think this one's special, but uh, yeah, I'd say don't let that keep you from trying it out.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's uh, a game on my short list to still check out. So I guess if we're going to go Switch, then I will go my Switch game that I've been playing is I've actually gotten back into and are committed to finishing grandia off via the grandia hd remaster nice There's one and two on that and finally gonna finish the first one and it's hit me again it's good it's great it's a it's a very lighthearted rpg as far as a uh, story for the most part goes it knows how to hit your feeling buttons nice it knows when to get serious but for the most part it's like let's go on an adventure this is great and the battle system's awesome nice you can level everything up. In the game. <laughs> your characters level up, your spells level up, your weapons level up. And then as you use your skills, your, as you use your weapons and the magic, those level up, you learn new skills. And then every spell and skill also levels up to one through five stars. Once you hit five, it's maxed. And the farther along in that, it actually the speed of which you um, do the spell is faster and faster so that's the benefit so you, you learn how to because uh, for anyone that hasn't played Grandia the bottom of the screen is kind of like an active time battle where all of the characters in battle enemies and people and uh, party members alike are all on the bottom of the screen and so they hit a little point and then you get to type in what action you want them to do and then there's a little bit of more space in between so like a bad guy can get to their action before you but you can interact you can like say i want to do this spell but if you have that spell maxed you're going to just almost skip in front of the bad guy Mm. and then be able to cast in front of them and then if you get hit while you're trying to cast you can get you can cancel an enemy can cancel your attack or you can cancel an enemy's attack so there's a lot of depth yeah just that little (laughs)
1: sounds overwhelming
0: it's not too bad um it's very it's just a it's a visual bar on the bottom so it's very hmm. easy to figure out and as you keep going, it it just some people I might get trapped in the thing of like, well there's so much stuff, now I just gotta fight and just try to level everything up kinda of thing. Okay. But I don't think you necessarily have to do that. I'm one that likes to go like, oh well my main character justin's got fire and earth and if he gets to fire 25 and earth 10 then he's going to learn something and then i'll just make sure to cast yeah. those things specifically in battle you're always uh, going for something okay in game really. okay so so that that's that's my first one
1: all right uh my next game uh i've, I've done a lot of completing this month uh, i completed super mario 3d world
0: Oh, and, um, oh uh, and Bowser's Fury and plus,
1: plus Bowser's Fury, yes, uh, super fun game, man. Uh, <clears throat> I just, it, it's it's one of those games where you sometimes just have to sit back and appreciate it, and you know appreciate the game design, and just like really like I'd, I I want to thank the people who made this game because it's so <laughs> freaking fun. Uh, yeah, can't can't say enough good things about it. Um, had a blast, man. Just 3d mario games through 2d mario games all mario games are just so so cool so fun
0: how was the addition of the bowser's fury I'd it was like
1: cool that. it was i mean it was it was short i think i probably 100 of that in like three hours
0: okay so just like uh, a little dlc basically yeah just it kind was. of
1: like a little mini game it's a. it's a great i think proof of concept i think it's if they create a full Mario game in that, in that style, I think that'd be super, super cool. You know, it's like a hybrid of like Mario Odyssey and breath of the wild. You know, some people are, have have called it that. Um, so yeah, I just think like breath of the wild with Mario platforming that doesn't, that just sound fun.
0: (laughs) That sounds, that sounds, that sounds cute and fun as hell.
1: Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was neat. And, and I'd like to to see them continue to kind of go down that road, try that out in a full game. Cool. Oh, the game also <laughs> prompted me to buy my first amiibo.
0: Ooh, was it Bowser? <laughs> no, it
1: was a uh, catsuit Peach because that's all they had at the Target. Um, so I was. What pl- do
0: amiibos do in that game?
1: Um, so Catsuit Peach, when I use it, I get a random power-up in a level. So, you know, oh, okay. get a Fire Flower or tanuki Suit or something. Well, will automatically spawn once, in, once per level um, or once per life. And I got it mostly because uh, the final level uh, on Mario 3D World, I think it's called Champion's Road, is just one of those super hard platforming levels that takes about like four or five minutes just to beat it. Oh, yeah. And... Um, you know, I basically used the amiibo to cheat <laughs> to, <laughs> to to get extra power, so I could I could actually beat the level because it's a tough one. And I and that was just the final level I had to beat. I was like, I gotta do it, gotta gotta push through. So, got that amiibo and took advantage. It's kind of fun. It's cute. Never gonna buy another one, but uh, it was cool.
0: Nick, everyone listen right now. Nick said, and I quote, "Never gonna buy another amiibo." <laughs> episode three, never gonna buy one. I say before episode ten. He's got another amiibo.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna become an amiibo I'm guy. I'm calling it.
0: I don't think you're gonna have a shelf of them, but I think I, I could see I could see another one in your future bef- before. I think you're 10. right. I, yeah, damn it, I think you're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and that's not me buying you one or anything. That's you're going. You're gonna purchase yeah. it yourself.
1: Yep, I'll be looking.
0: <laughs> My um, I, I only have one other one that I've been playing, and it's uh, Control on ps4 like we just i just mentioned a little bit earlier besides its uh pause frame rate issues and whatnot it's Mm -hmm. running pretty okay Uh, i actually literally just this morning before we started recording i finished what i believe is the main story so nice technically i rolled credits on how many hours do you think that took 15 20 max I think yeah that's what I've heard it's kind of the average yeah I I did I have plenty of stuff to do still you know there's a bunch of side Mm -hmm. missions to do some stuff and none of it at least at this moment right now that wait set it up and nothing feels like it's just extra stuff for me to do because I'm done with the story it feels like as the character you are in the game and what's happening around you what was happening seems like stuff that Hey, you didn't do this while the game was going regular. You uh-uh. still got to do this, though. Okay. This is still okay. stuff that needs to be done. So it's a, it's that's how they presented the side like quest. Yeah. So it doesn't seem like, oh well, I already beat like I already beat the game, so I don't need to go fight this other thing or do this other thing in hopes to get more upgrades because upgrades don't do me any good anymore. Right. Okay. Um, it's not. It's not really about upgrades that I'm thinking. It's like i gotta i gotta stop this evil you got chair work to do yeah
1: you're 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 committed to the story now
0: it's a good game um i i think i described it today as it's um the x-files meets twin peaks that's mm-hmm. <laughs> how i would describe the story of control and what's going on so i feel like if anybody out there likes any it never played it and likes either one of those i think it's it's a fun the story is presented really well i like it awesome and the gameplay is really fun and everyone that i've talked to who's played it um for the most part it's like what what's your loadout like what guns are you using and what Mm -hmm. uh skills are you using none of us have ever had the same like consistent that's that's
1: cool Where you can just yeah kind of play your own style yeah so that's awesome our
0: friend joe was playing with uh the charge gun, which is basically like the grenade launcher. And I can't remember which other gun. And I was using just like the straight up handgun called grip. And then basically the shotgun, which is called shatter. Oh. And then I would just use levitate, uh, levitate, which is though not Levitate's the one where you fly um, launch where you can just pick things up and throw them at enemies. I just leveled up my launch all uh, the nice. way. All I did was just huck things at people all game long. <laughs> and I felt great about it. And it was awesome. That is a
1: fun mechanic in games when you can do that. Yeah.
0: They, they did a really good job of being able to, like, you can fly. you get points, you, you'll get a ability to fly. You can have a shield. You can launch things. You can take control of people. Um, there's probably something I never even discovered. I don't know. But all of it is mapped really well. And so it's easy to just get so it's good intuitive design i think but cool. the game as well
1: and do you think you're gonna platinum it
0: yes 100 nice i checked actually once i beat the once i beat the story i i went and checked i hadn't really looked at the trophies at all because i mean i looked right away and it was like nothing's missable so i was like perfect i can just nice. play uh so i finished and i'm like oh i don't have that much i really don't have that much left i don't think so a couple side missions and then just kind of there's like there's just dumb side missions that are like go to this sector and like kill 10 people with a, the as in for headshots or with a certain oh, gun or okay. something. Mm-hmm. So not the hardest things in the entire world, but a little time consuming. So I didn't really do any of that stuff while I played.
1: Cool. Well, um I'm only like an hour into my playthrough of Control, oh, okay. so don't have much to report on, but I will yeah echo a lot of what you said storyline seems super cool super weird right now uh, a little confusing but i think that's intentional and you know as much as as much of the gameplay i've been involved in it's it's been enjoyable I, it's it's felt cool felt fun i just now got the launch power up i think
0: oh, yeah. so i've been
1: messing with that a little bit
0: i'll be curious to find out what you start to use once you kind of unlock everything Mm-hmm. And what you you gravitate towards. No pun intended. I'll, yeah. I'll
1: let the listeners know next step. Yeah, let me I'm know. Sure. Yeah. Um and, and beyond that, um, I've actually gotten back into Animal Crossing a little bit Ooh. in the last couple of weeks.
0: Isn't it like Bunny Day or something right now?
1: Bunny Day's coming up. Um I think next week or in a week or 2 Um not really looking forward to that because that was really annoying last year when I was playing.
0: I, um, I was one of the, I'm one of those people that I like thought like I only have five more days to get all the eggs to like build yeah. all the things and I built them all. And then I realized I don't want any of these things. I hate all this egg stuff.
1: Yep. Yep. It's exactly the same boat. Yeah. And he's trying to do that shit again this year. I just talked to the, to the bunny man and he's like, if you build everything, I'll give you a special gift. I'm like, I'm not falling for that one two (laughs) years in a row. But, uh, yeah, just kind of like, I've been feeling a little nostalgic for it since, you know, it's been about a year since everyone got it and was really getting into it. And so I went back to the Island and, and because, uh, of like Mario's 35th anniversary, they have a bunch of Mario themed items now. Oh, that's cool. And I've been getting those, and that's actually inspired me to like do some work on my island again and try and get that five star rating, baby.
0: I was, I at, when I stopped, whenever I stopped, that was what like my main goal was in that game was to get that five star, and mm-hmm. I I plateaued at four, and I same was just constantly told I wasn't good enough by Tom Nook. <laughs> no, I, I know your pain, man, and so I gave up in a heap of shame.
1: So I'm hoping that throwing all of those items those Mario items on my island now will b- bump me up to that five star because yeah they keep telling me I don't have enough scenery I don't have enough shit to to show off so hopefully this will get me there but we'll see yeah
0: I swear Isabel told me I have too much stuff on my island mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then three seconds like I don't do anything the next day she's like I don't know if there's a, like enough like scenery around or something. Yeah, and it's exactly. Like, it's like, wait, what do you want me to what?
1: make up your damn mind is a bell.
0: I was like, what's an item? And what's like a thing that is okay to be out here. And uh, is there a difference? I got a little fed up with that, but
1: yeah. yeah I don't know how much, how long I'm going to last on this play this playthrough, like, you know, I'm already kind of getting to the point where it's like, okay, can, can this go a little faster? Like why can I only buy five of these items a day? Um, but, uh, but yeah, just because of those limitations, it's going to take me a while to finish this little Mario, uh, corner I'm, I'm putting together. But once I finish that, if, if I even finish that, then I'll probably put it away again for months, if not years.
0: (laughs) Well, Hey, typical to me years late to the party. I want to dive back into Stardew Valley at some point, uh, with Mm -hmm. friends. And I think there was an update to Stardew Valley as well since uh, last yeah, time we yeah. played a little bit um so you want to join my farm nick it's available
1: i might yeah might have to relocate to stardew valley yeah
0: move move the farm to stardew get off here nook nooks island all right well i guess it's time it's time for top top topic of the show the great final fantasy debate <laughs> which one do you start with if you are new to the series um right away i guess right away nick you've never played through a final fantasy before
1: you are correct i don't even think i've ever really started uh, no i i tried to start final fantasy 5 is that the no 6 That's the last SNES one, right? Yeah.
0: Yep, that would be the last one. I tried to start
1: that one once. And I think, you know, by start, I mean, I played for like an hour and a half, maybe two hours. Sure. But that's it.
0: Okay. Well, then, we got a lot of work ahead of us. So I think what our goal (laughs) is here is I got a couple things. I got a little story synopsis for each game. I got uh, what they're basically currently available on, and a little bit of topics about uh, uh, details about the battle system because that's very important you know Mm -hmm. Um, so we're going to start at number one we're going to go all the way through 15 buckle up strap in Uh, you know we'll only have to be on each game for a couple minutes max really but uh, I'll, I'll do my little spiel per one and then you can ask me some questions if we need to
1: sounds great let's do it and
0: then we'll and then we'll see if we can mathematically decide
1: beyond a shadow of a doubt objectively what the best game to start with is
0: um it's just funny you can go on to reddit especially google if you google which final fantasy game should i start with nick Square Enix's website itself has an article from September 30th, 2019, entitled Which Final Fantasy Game Should I Play First? Uh, I can tell you right now, looking through it, they do not tell you which one to start first. (laughs) (laughs) They do go through all 15, um, and they actually actually, um, talk about what about the spinoffs as well, because some Final Fantasy games... 10, 13, uh, Tactics, those 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 all have; those are all spin-offs. 10, 10, 10 has a 10-2, 13 has a whole trilogy. Final Fantasy 4 has a little bit of a spin-off that was made later on. So we're not talking about any of these spin-off stuff. We're talking okay. straight up, numbered, mainline. That's it. Because if, yeah, if anything, I would say start with Final Fantasy Tactics because it's the best game in the entire world. So <laughs> that's not what we're going to do. So starting off, Final Fantasy 1. Came out originally in December of 1987 in Japan, and it was released in 1990 in the United States. Uh, Original platform. uh, I'm going to use it just FYI when I say something like NES or Famicom or Super NES or Super Famicom. I'm just going to use those as the same thing. No problem. So whichever one I say, listeners and Nick, just know that I'm not trying to do one or the other dirty by ignoring it. Uh, one other thing is, is uh, so Final Fantasy 1, current platforms, kind of the easiest ones is either the PSN, so yeah, I think you can play it on PS3, mm-hmm. um, or it came in a Final Fantasy Origins uh, like one CD game included with Final Fantasy 2 for the PlayStation 1, um, um, kind you- of. Going without saying, I'm not going to mention every time, almost every single Final Fantasy there is, well, especially the NES and Super NES ones, especially, they're all available on iOS or Android if people want, and almost all of them are available on Steam. Mm. So those are just kind of like, if if when I don't say it's on Steam or iOS or Android, assume that it's there, because I'm just not going to say it every single time. Okay. Um, and those are ios and android ones especially they're kind of kind of remakes everything's kind of a remake they just look graphically different i'm not super into the way they look but okay you can get into that um so final fantasy one a little synopsis the story follows four youths called the light warriors who each carry one of their world's four elemental crystals which have been darkened by the four elemental fiends Together, they quest to defeat these evil forces, restore light to the crystals, and save the world.
1: So, the first game, and they're going crystals already. I thought that was a later edition.
0: Nope, that is a... As I read these synopsises provided to me by Wikipedia, thank you, Wikipedia, uh, you will find a crystal theme that started way back in 1987.
1: They, they know what they like. They knew. Crystals
0: biggest thing is the battle system turn-based you just one at a time everyone's on screen and you have four characters at the beginning none of them are actually named that's why it's just kind of four use four warriors of light are here to save the world um and you get a name all four of your characters and you just you select a job class for them and then that's what they are for the whole game so there's knight i think it's knight ninja uh, black mage white mage thief <laughs> <laughs> this is me remembering final fantasy one so you get a pick out of there's more there's more job classes than there are characters that you can pick from and i mean and people throughout the years have done all white mage runs all night runs you know kind of thing okay so it's it's a basic bare bones rpg 1987 what can you say it's good <laughs> You played it. I have played this one. Okay. Um, I think it's. I think it's a really good one. It, is it? You know, it, it's got all the jank and all of the slowness of a mm-hmm. old RPG. And I know Nick. Potentially for you, you want some. So you want a little bit more bell and whistle? Yeah, I'd. I'd like it to feel a little bit more modern. I think. Fair enough. Well, let's go a little bit more modern. Final Fantasy 2. <laughs> Slightly more modern. Uh, Final Fantasy 2 came out in 1988 in Japan, just one year later. One year later, wow. Originally on the Famicom. Easiest place to find it is the PS1 version, or on the PSN, I believe, on PS3, Steam, mobile devices. It's also turn-based. However, the biggest thing about the battle system... Uh, that people very much dislike about this game is that there's no traditional leveling system essentially it is you want more HP you got to get hurt Once you, when you get hurt you get more HP if you want your magic to be stronger you should be using that magic you want your swords attacks to be stronger you use your sword attacks so it kind of builds on I feel like Skyrim does this. If I'm going to be honest, huh, yeah, like the, yeah. the Elder Scrolls, you level up what you use for the most yep, part.
1: Totally. Okay.
0: This is universally. I would. I would. I dare to say this might be universally uh, disliked by most people. <laughs> Final Fantasy II. I feel like if you would read uh, rankings of Final Fantasies, this one might be always uh, it would almost for surely always be near the bottom of Mm. people's final fantasies they have a big problem with the way the leveling up system works in this game okay okay
1: well shit i can't play the worst one as the first one
0: (laughs) uh final fantasy 2 the game centers around four youths have you heard that one before the (laughs) whose parents were killed during an army invasion by the empire of pelamicia who were using hellspawn to conquer the world three of the four main characters join a rebellion against the empire embarking on missions to gain new magic and weapons enemy uh they destroy enemy superpowers and rescue leading members of the resistance okay so more of a more of a resistance fighting back game mm-hmm. as to opposed mm-hmm. as a and i didn't hear
1: any mention of crystals no
0: crystal mentioned i i played this one as well i don't think it's the worst game in the world i don't think it would be the one i would start on either but okay I don't think it's as bad as people want it to be as bad as the internet tells you it should be. Hmm. Let's see. Final fantasy three. This one's a little weird. This one's very hard to find. Um, And I'm saying final fantasy three as an actual final fantasy three originally released in 1990 in Japan, not final fantasy six, which was released in 92 in Japan the one that's three in the SNES here. Yeah. But is really six. I'm talking yeah. true Final okay. Fantasy. True Final Fantasy three. Um, the best way to play this one's probably on the Android, iOS, or Steam, but it's also available at a PSP and a Nintendo DS version oh, as okay. well. Uh, I've never played this one. Battle system is also turn-based with some job classes. The story revolves around four. Orphaned <laughs> these ones are orphaned though Four orphaned use drawn to a crystal of light the crystal Ooh. grants them some of its power and instructs them to go forth and restore balance to the world not knowing what to make of the crystals pronouncements but nonetheless recognizing the importance of its world of its words the four inform their adoptive families of their mission and set out to explore and bring back balance to the world
1: all right we got orphans we got crystals drink everybody <laughs>
0: Uh I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um so that is that one. Oh, I've been I've been such a silly billy here. I forgot that I looked up scores from both IGN and Polygon. They had lists that they'd rated these Final oh, Fantasies, uh-huh. 1 through 15. Uh Final Fantasy, just really quick. Polygon was not too hype about the first three Final Fantasies. Polygon okay. rated Final Fantasy fourteen, thir- uh, Final Fantasy one, fourteenth,
1: okay. and IGN
0: wow. said it was seventh in its list, mm. so mid mid tier. Yeah, Final Fantasy difference. two, out of all fifteen, uh, it was twelfth uh, in for IGN, which by the way they only rated twelve of them, <laughs> so <laughs> so last. And Polygon rated Final Fantasy 2 fifteenth out of all 15 Which would also be last Okay so, so yeah The black sheep Yeah if you really want to be that kid that's like Well I mean just because everyone else doesn't like it maybe.
1: Yeah I'm not going to be that kid <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, IGN on Final Fantasy 3 rated it 8 So right behind Final Fantasy 1 okay. And Polygon all Did not like this one either And rated it 12 Okay. So there's only one other Final Fantasy that it disliked a couple so not good, basically. So the first three um Polygon did not like at all. Yeah. Um IGN favorably looks on one and three, I would say, mid mid level. Once again, not
1: Yeah, they're probably looking at it more from a historical standpoint and you know, what 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 the what the games created in the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And I bet Polygon's more just like this game is ass. <laughs> Next.
0: <laughs> yeah, I should have looked up. I bet like Kotaku had a rating as well, but I did not look that up.
1: Yeah, their website's kind of a mess anyway. <laughs> uh,
0: Final Fantasy IV originally came out um, in 1991 in Japan, and it also came out in 19, so July 1991 in Japan, October 1991 in the United States, but it came out as Final Fantasy II in the United States.
1: Okay, confusing.
0: <laughs> confusing. Um, originally on the Super Nintendo. Its current platforms are easily more easily on the PSP, PS1 version. I believe it's on Final Fantasy Chronicles in PS1. Or uh, there was a Nintendo DS version. Um, okay. Let's see what the story holds. Wikipedia says the game story follows Cecil, a dark knight, as he tries to prevent the sorcerer Golbez from seizing powerful, wait for it, crystals oh. and destroying the world he is joined on his quest by a frequently changing group of allies final fantasy 4 introduced innovations that became staples of the final fantasy series and role-playing games in general its active time battle system was used in five subsequent final fantasy games and unlike prior games in the series four gave each character their own un- own unchangeable character class oh so four said these are your characters. These are their names. This is what their job is, and it also introduced what is known as the active time battle. So really turn based, kind of easy to understand. Mm-hmm. Once it's your turn, the game basically just pauses, lets you select what you're going to do. Active okay. time battle, and most of these can be changed in the in the in the settings. Active time battle can you can say you can set it to wait which basically just turns it into turn-based. Um, but okay. active time battle is supposed to be when any of your four characters, their bar fills up so it's time for them to go, you put in their command. But even if it's waiting on you to put in your command, the bad guys can still just attack you. Oh. So you, still, you, you want to be entering in your commands and whatnot while you're playing in a, in a timely manner okay or else you're basically just kind of letting yourself get hurt
1: yeah okay so it's a little bit more um a little bit more hands-on a little bit more real-time but still turn-based
0: still turn-based yes
1: interesting and it became a popular
0: and this essentially the active time battle or the atb system would be the primary battle system all the way through final fantasy 10 essentially Oh wow. Okay. Final Fantasy X would turn, would change. But every one after that is basically this. Oh, and also apparently Final Fantasy IV introduced save points. First first one with save points. <laughs> Damn. So I, I assume the other ones, uh, like in Final Fantasy I, I know you can you, you went to like an inn or somewhere, and that's where uh-huh. you would save. Also, IGN and Polygon all ranked this as their fourth best Final Fantasy.
1: Wow, okay. So high up. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. This, this, uh, now I'm getting interested in this could maybe be the one. Uh,
0: I will say I definitely have a friend who would highly recommend this as one of their favorite final fantasies. Hmm. It is a very good story. It's a little darker, I think than some of them. So still, you know, SNES game, but it does not look bad by any means.
1: Yeah. I mean, the pixel art, that they did back then was pretty cool mm-hmm. uh
0: final fantasy 5 this came out in 1992 on the super famicom it's uh current platforms pretty much are ps1 or the game boy advance it had a active battle system and it had i played that when i first played this one i thought this was the one that really really opened up job classes it has i think it's uh forget how many people in battle, but there are a lot of job classes everyone can learn. And it's kind of anyone can have any job class they want throughout this game. So it's a really wide open system of what you want to do and what you want your people to be. Um, this game, Final Fantasy V, begins as a wanderer named Bart's investigates a fallen meteor. There he encounters several characters, one of whom reveals the danger facing the four Crystals. I was waiting for you to say crystals (laughs) uh, that control the world's elements. These crystals act as a seal on X Death, an evil sorcerer. Bart's and his party must keep the crystals from being exploited by X Death's influence and prevent his resurgence. Okay, I've played five on the PlayStation Anthology uh, version. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's it's good. I think it's a good one it's if you like customization you like to try to if you like to decide i want i want this dragoon and i want this guy to be a whatever and i want you know i want to really design my party oh and if you want to create like super parties and whatnot like this Mm -hmm. is a this is a game that you could spend a lot of time in changing a lot of stuff around okay but it's not it's not overwhelming in that way because you could okay. just not do that. You could just pick classes and play.
1: Okay, this one, uh, I think it's it's going to be sitting on the bench. <laughs> if, I, if I'm going this far back, sounds like four might be the way to go. Um, but you know, it could it could it could, it
0: could get called
1: up at some point.
0: You know, once you get sucked in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Polygon rated this third best PlayStation. Oh, wow. Third okay. best. And IGN was right behind Final Fantasy IV with fifth.
1: Okay, so another popular one. So
0: so it is in high regard. Both of these are rated uh, top 33%.
1: Yeah, wow.
0: But now we're getting to Final Fantasy VI, which mm-hmm. I'm just going to say right now, both IGN and Polygon rated this their number one Final Fantasy. Damn, game. okay. Anybody that's knowledgeable within Final Fantasy will probably say, of course, everybody says Final Fantasy VI is their favorite. I think that is probably true for most people that say it. And also probably uh, some people just kind of sticking with what they know (laughs) a little (laughs) little bit, you know? Yeah. So I I don't think this game by any means is overhyped. I do not. I just sometimes think... It being said to be number one constantly might be a little excessive.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, when you're at the top, everyone's gonna everyone's gonna hate you.
0: That's right. This game, Final Fantasy VI, originally came out in Japan in 1992 in October in uh, in in North America as Final Fantasy III on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> okay. I remember playing this as Final Fantasy III on the super nintendo at my friend spencer's house he had a trampoline he was cool (laughs) do you have a friend like that like the kid that has the trampoline yes i had a
1: trampoline friend and he was also the the go-kart kid trampolines and go-karts so you know spencer would have been going on
0: spencer would have had go-karts if it would have been viable for where he lived he (laughs) would have for sure uh this one also features the active time battle system and this game is set in a fantasy world with technology resembling that of the second industrial revolution. Mm-hmm. The game story. Fo- <laughs> That's right. The game story follows an expanding cast that includes 14 permanent playable characters. Whoa. It might be the most in any Final Fantasy game. The drama includes and extends past depicting a rebellion against an evil military dictatorship, pursuit of magical arms race, use of a chemical weapons in warfare, depiction of violent apocalyptic confrontations with divinities, several personal redemption arcs, teenage pregnancy, and the continuous renewal of hope and life itself.
1: But were there crystals?
0: Oh, and crystals? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I went on a I almost went on an emotional roller coaster just reading you the synopsis right there.:
1: Yeah, It sounds intense.
0: I like
1: I said, I, I kind of wanted this to be my first Final Fantasy game because that's what I've heard is the mm-hmm. best, and so I did try and start this um, a few years ago, but I just don't know if I want this to be my first. I don't. I don't know. I can't decide.:
0: Well, let's do let's do one more. And then we're going to take a pause break and reevaluate what we've heard, because okay. the other, the next one may be the other most hyped Final Fantasy there mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII. Uh, this one came out both in 1997 in January in Japan and September in the United States. It obviously was the first Final Fantasy on PlayStation, on PS1, uh, and we're now getting into the final fantasies that are essentially available on any modern console. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a big deal as well. When you're coming up with what final fantasy you want to play, uh, because yeah. some, these now have some additions of some modern conveniences that are not available in these other ones that for some reason square does refuse to put on current modern consoles. Right. Um, such as speeding up time, or just kind of changing some of the things. That, some of the things they have for like the Final Fantasy 7 version on PS1 is you can you know fast forward time, game time times four, times two, whatever. But then also you can change it to um, like damage is just nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine on every hit, <laughs> and, and and stuff like that. So depending on how you want to play. Um, one of, this one is also the active time battle, and it and, and one thing I we didn't quite go over is that the way the battle systems work in Final Fantasy is a lot of things change, especially going forward throughout the years of how they interact. Uh, the, the equipment and setup system in Final Fantasy VII is the materia system. Uh-huh. So you have your little your materia spells, which are fire, earth, summons passive abilities and whatnot and you could equip them to your weapons and armor and that is how you kind of customize your characters in this one um this one only had a battle party of three
1: hell i didn't know that
0: whereas the other ones generally had four just in case you didn't know, Nick, this game story follows Cloud Strife, a mercenary who joins an eco terrorist organization to stop a world controlling megacorporation from using the planet's life essence as an energy source. Events send Cloud and his allies in pursuit of Sephiroth. A fo- no one's ever heard of him, so let's move along. No. <laughs> eh. a a former member of the corporation who seeks to harm the planet and become a God during the journey cloud builds close friendships with his party members, including Aerith Gainsborough who holds the secret to saving their world.
1: I mean, this is the granddaddy of them all. This is the one that made me so jealous of all my friends who had PS ones and I had the 64. (laughs) I remember seeing the ads for this game on TV is, you know, like, they're showing the, the 3D cutscenes, thinking this is the, the the most incredible graphics I've ever seen. And you look back on it now, and it's like they duct taped three polygons to each other. But still, man, yeah, I was jealous. I wanted I wanted this game so badly.
0: This game, I mean, this game had FMVs in it. You know, that's oh, yeah. the way it started, and it looked. I mean, even though it doesn't look obviously just because it's the transition from sprites to 3d so as far as a rough looking original version of a game this one at times can definitely look very rough but it has those like fully like rendered backgrounds everywhere so all the backgrounds look beautiful the characters battle sprites or battle characters when they're Mm -hmm. in battle they look really good it's mostly just their overworld oh yeah okay stuff um so IGN rated this six of oh, wow. all time, which okay. honestly is very surprising to me. As yeah. Well. Um, and Polygon rated a little bit lower at eight.
1: Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. That feels like they're being a little contrarian or, or, or maybe <laughs> just trying to. Uh...
0: Um, I think a lot of people are about to get real mad at Polygon when I talk about the next one and oh. what they ranked it. Okay. (laughs) So
1: now my question to you is, if I wanted 7 to be my first... Yes. Would it be be the original 7 or remake 7? Because I haven't been fully spoiled, but I've been spoiled enough to know that the remake ends, or there are moments in the remake that are... They are there that they, tell the game, the gamer that they're telling a different story or this is like a different universe or they something going on weird that like comments on the original. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, my first thing, no matter what, is that seven remake isn't done. You know, Yeah. it's only part one. Mm-hmm. So right away, I don't think that would be a good place to start just because you're not even necess- you're not getting a whole story. You're getting a full game like that is a 55 to 80 hour game depending on how much of it you want you know how much Mm -hmm. of a completionist you want to be full game no problem you definitely like it's modern action rpg instead of what original seven is is just essentially turn-based active time battle okay so that that right there i would say no i don't think you want to do seven remake first If seven was gonna be your first one, which honestly, really not a bad spot to start, I would say just as long. I mean, it's all about basically you being able to handle. It's a little bit slower just because it's gonna be a turn-based game. So Mm -hmm. battles are good. The battles are where it's gonna like make or break a lot of people. Any of these essential ones through PlayStation One, it's gonna really go. Can you just like? Are you patient enough? Right. <laughs> seven Remake only goes through Midgar, which is essentially about the first four to five hours of Final Fantasy VII. Oh wow! It's okay. not even the first disc of Final <laughs> Fantasy seven. What else? What else? Um, and it's different. So, uh, there'll be a lot of people that'll be very, very hard pressed and and say you absolutely cannot play Seven Remake without playing Seven because. You're not going to understand what Seven wanted to do, and then mm-hmm. any of the changes that are being made by remake. You're not going to appreciate them. I don't know. That's my hater. Is that my hater voice? Is that what I'm doing? <laughs> or I feel like that sounded a little Alex Jonesy. So, <laughs> yeah, careful. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and and I'm I believe that's true in in a way. Whereas like. I think everyone that plays remake will appreciate remake a little bit more having played that's what 7 I, yeah, first. Yeah, that's what
1: I feel like uh, that's that's the vibe I've gotten. And that's why yeah, I don't want to jump into remake before having had the experience of the original.
0: But also having remake it's out, it's available, it's free, mm-hmm. you know, to PlayStation owners yeah. right now. Yeah. If 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 you thought I'll play remake part 1 and in between when Remake Part 1 comes out and Remake Part 2 comes out, mm-hmm. maybe I'll dabble into Final Fantasy 7, especially while it's fresh. Right. You're going to be able to see, like, what's changed. Like, whoa, that was different, you know?
1: Yeah. I, yeah. Play-
0: I played Sui Coden 2 before I played Sui Coden 1. And I'll tell you right now, when I was playing Sui Coden 2, I was like, man, Flick is really great. I really like this other character. These characters are awesome. This is fun. And then I played Sui Coden 1 and I went, uh-huh. holy crap i love these guys i remember you from Suey coden too <laughs> you know so i yeah. revert i reversed it yeah but i still got the excitement of seeing characters i remembered and knowing and doing what they're doing so ideal to play remake first no big a big deal that just depends on who you talk to sure really so that's kind of my take here all right, Nick, now we're on to Final Fantasy VIII, which uh, I will be uh, forthright in telling you that this is one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. I will also be forthright in telling you I don't think this should be your first Final Fantasy <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough. It came out in 1999 in Japan in February and September in the United States, originally on the PlayStation 1. It just recently got a remaster as well. So it is available on all of your modern systems, including PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. So Mm -hmm. all three of the next, all the PlayStation 1, Final Fantasies, 7, 8, 9, those are all available. Oh, and well, 10 is a PS2 one, but those are all available. But I kind of think that uh, PlayStation 1 with the modern conveniences might be a solid Thought to come up okay. with from where you're okay. thinking. With that being said, there's three of them: seven, eight, and nine. And I'm already mm-hmm. telling you right now, I don't think eight's necessarily where you need to start. Um, eight set on an unnamed fantasy world with a science fiction with science fiction elements. The game follows a group of young mercenaries led by Squall Leonhart as they draw. They are drawn into a conflict sparked by Ultimicia, a sorceress from the future who wishes to compress time. Uh, I'll tell you right now, I play this game a lot and time compression is one of the most silly, doesn't make sense shit. <laughs> I was going to ask what that means. <laughs> hey, how about you don't? Uh, yeah, let's
1: Yeah, uh, how long does this pod
0: going to be? <laughs> During the quest to defeat Ultimecia, Squall struggles with his role as a leader and develops a romance with one of his comrades, Renoa Hartley. I would say Final Fantasy 7 VII or 8, I mean, it's an active time battle system essentially, but it's gotten a lot of Gets a lot of flack with uh, its junction system, which is Okay. It uses the it basically it tries to integrate the summons, which are called guardian forces, into the story and it and then you use those to then junction the magic that you get throughout the world. Instead of magic like you have fire and you have twenty MP and fire costs two MP to cast every time. Mm-hmm magic's kind of like an item where you draw it from either enemies or points within the overworld and then you can have up to 100 magics of a certain type at all times so fire 100 fire two fire three you can have 100 of each of those well then you want to you junction those to your actual character and that gives you stat increases and that's how some of your enhancements essentially come through uh, people don't like the junction system because they call it broken. I would call it a way to uh, have organic difficulty within a video game, but people don't like it when you suggest <laughs> that it's just a way for them to make the game harder or more difficult, easier or harder as they see fit. Okay. Things that are great, however, about Final Fantasy VIII is it's one of the first, it has, it introduces the first card game in final fantasy which is called triple triad if anyone's played final fantasy 8 and likes it they like triple triad i guarantee it it's fun <laughs> um and also the enemies don't have a set level they kind of level up with your party so when you fight bosses and whatnot if you're at level your your uh, groups average level is like 80 uh-huh. the boss levels will be around 80 but if you're at like level 30 they'll be uh-huh. at like around level 30.
1: Oh, okay, so does that then eliminate some of the grinding that these games are known for or no?
0: One of the things you can do in this game is you can set it so you can learn a skill which is encounter none and you can play a lot of this game if you want and be at a super low level because enemies are kind of at your own level. So that becomes more strategy in how okay. you right. partake. I mean, so, it's it's very interesting. I've never done like a low-level battle. I'm still like a level up to 100, kind of mm-hmm. 99 kind of person. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not very good at saying how well a low-level run is, but that's something that I would really like to attempt now that I, ha- I have the HD version of my PS4. So mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, also, IGN decided this was its 11th out of 12 Final Fantasies Ooh, it rated. Okay. So, not IGN is not a fan. And Polygon, however, rated its fifth out of fifth. The fifteen that it rated. Okay. So top thirty-three percent. I'm just saying. Just want to point that out. Final Fantasy. Interesting. II. Yeah, very interesting. It's good. I liked it. Maybe as a kid, as a young a young child, a young man trying to find my way through the world <laughs> like Squall was. It's it connected to me. I don't know. I just liked it. I like Final Fantasy VIII. I'm not going to apologize for it but i think it's good
1: hey but man, i think no need. it
0: but i don't think it should be your first one <laughs>
1: and i appreciate that that honesty
0: one that i would actually say i think should be your first one if i was going to tell someone where to start mm-hmm. i think i'd go with this next one final fantasy Ooh. 9 one big thing about Final Fantasy IX before I get into its stats is that Final Fantasy IX, other than six, uh, seven, and eight, especially, it went back to more of a medieval Final Fantasy roots. Six kind of started steampunk, you know that that yeah. that scenario. Seven obviously was more futuristic mm-hmm. with its giant corporations and whatnot, and eight was just they went to space in eight at some you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Time compression, whatever. Uh, right. So nine is more, more back, back into its medieval roots, and I think and I think that is appealing in Final Fantasy. Um, it came out on the PlayStation One in J- July of two thousand in Japan, November of two thousand in the United States, and is also available on all your current consoles. And this is the last one that has the active time battle system. Final Fantasy IX's plot centers on the consequences of a war between nations in a medieval fantasy world called Gaia. Players follow Bandit Zidane Tribal, who kidnaps—I kid, said that word weird—who kidnaps <laughs> Alexandrian Princess Garnett till Alexandros Seventeenth as part of a gambit by the neighboring nation of Lindblom. He joins Garnett and a growing cast of characters on a quest to take down her mother, Queen Braun of Alexandria, who started the war. I liked this one for a lot of different reasons. It has a ability, you, you, typical leveling up system, but you get equipment. Everyone kind of has their own job class. You know, like Garnett is a summoner. Um, Zidane's kind of like a thief class. There's a knight guy named Steiner in it. Uh, there's a lady named Freya who's like a dragoon lancer. So you kind of get to pick who your favorite kind of character is and kind of do it like that but you can't customize what their their job is okay but they learn the the way they learn their skills and attacks throughout the game is they get you equip them with certain equipment a helmet or a weapon and that weapon will help them learn a certain skill
1: oh that's fun and so then it's
0: for every battle you gain an ability you get a points that then go towards that so then as you master the skill on that equipment then you're kind of encouraged to then equip something else uh-huh. to then learn some more stuff.
1: Yeah, that's kind of fun. Does your does the characters' visuals, do those change when you equip different gear? Or is it just more... No. In, okay.
0: No. That's pretty common in Final Fantasy. There's not many, like... They didn't, they didn't, they don't uh, go into that hard they didn't go into that hard sprite work or graphical stuff where if you're sure. holding a different sword it really looks like it for the most part. Yeah. I think when you equip different weapons in battle, it, the weapons show up differently. Okay. But if you're wearing a helmet or something, that's not. Yeah. You know, the character I didn't expect
1: it to, yeah, especially a game from back back in 2000 uh doing that, but I just was wondering.
0: <laughs> yeah. Some some uh, like hidden PlayStation gems have games like that that'll switch some sort of those stuff up, and it's like, oh wow, you just really appreciate those that little nod. Yeah. Um, big thing about another thing is this also had the second card game in it called Tetramaster. Tetramaster is probably, I think you'd, I think if you went online and debated people, I think there would be a lot of debate on whether or not Triple Triad or Tetramaster is better. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty confident that Triple Triad, however, is in Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Fourteen, the MMO. Oh. It's one of those. I should probably be looking this up. <laughs> um, Now,
1: do you have to play the card game in order to beat the game? It's just more of a
0: side thing? Just a side thing. Okay. Final Fantasy VIII uses the card game. Triple Triad, by the way, the Final Fantasy VIII one is in 14 final fantasy eight uses triple triad to you can play the game but it also has a system where you can you can dismantle the cards and those cards will give you certain items Mm -hmm. and some of the cards are like super rare and they give you like really good items so that's kind of how it incorporated into the game as it's as a whole okay final fantasy nine has some other stuff like within the in world but i you can't like dismantle the cards it's more of like just a collecting all the cards and playing a good card game okay All both right. those card games are good what i'm saying is is at least final fantasy 7 had a lot of good mini games on the side because of the gold saucer which is like a, just a mini game hub that it had uh-huh. final fantasy 8 had an amazing card game and final fantasy 9 continued to have an amazing card game <laughs> okay um final fantasy 9 also has a thing called chocobo hot and cold which is like a kind of just a side quest where you ride a chocobo around the world map to find Mm -hmm. like a little section on the world map that's like a picture and you peck around the ground to find really important items i think chocobo hot and is how you get like garnett's ultimate weapon in that game or at least one of the persons um ign rated final fantasy 9 third best
1: all right up there
0: just behind final fantasy 6 and a yet unnamed final fantasy Uh, And then Polygon said this was sixth in their rating. Sixth, okay. Next, the first PlayStation 2 Final Fantasy came out in 2001, July 2001 in Japan, July uh, and December 2001 in the United States. Also available on all the major current consoles. Biggest thing I think this one has is it doesn't have a world map.
1: I didn't know that
0: so i mean it has so it has a world map maybe i need to back up whereas in 9 10 8 most of all the other ones you have your little character and you literally run around the yeah. world to go yeah. to stuff and you get an airship and you get a fly around or a chocobo and you get a walk around final fantasy 10 just has essentially a map and it's a point you can go to here and then you're so in it's like a fast map. travel
1: map almost
0: essentially it's just a fast travel map okay I like world maps. It's not make or break, but I think it's worth pointing out. It had a conditional turn-based system. And so hard for me to describe what that means, but really it it had on, on the top of the screen, it showed all of the characters in what order they were going to have their turn. And so then you could manipulate that a little bit if you wanted to. Uh, And it also, with all the characters that you had on the battlefield, you could take a turn and actually remove one of the characters that's in your battle and then replace it with someone that's in, like, that was not in your original battle party, but that's in your party as a whole. So if you have six whole characters and one of them's not in the battle, you could trade them out.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So basically, all of your characters that you have could be utilized throughout. The game, um, Final Fantasy X, set in a fantasy world of Spira, a settling, a setting influenced by the South Pacific Thailand and Japan. The game story revolves around a group of adventurers and their quest to defeat a rampaging monster known as Sin. The player, the player character is Titus or Titus, I guess depending on who you're talking to, a star <laughs> athlete in the fictional sport of Blitzball who finds himself in Spira after Sin destroyed his home city of Zanarkand. Shortly after arriving to Spira, Titus joins the summoner Yuna on her pilgrimage to destroy Sin, whose real identity is that of Titus's missing abusive father, Jack. Cool. So you've got daddy issues, Nick. <laughs> this might be the one for you. This game has some of the most infuriating mini games that you need to do to platinum or do a full completion run. Back when it came out in PS2, we were not platinuming anything, but I can tell you, my friend Brian dodged lightning for hours so he could get a weapon or something. It's it wasn't worth it. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, IGN said this is the ninth best Final Fantasy. And Polygon said it was the tenth best one. Okay, not big fans. Not big fans. A lot of people really, really like the story of this game. And I think it and I've played it, it is a good story. I mean, that's one thing about Final Fantasy is gameplay is number one for the most part. Battle system, if you enjoy the battle, I think, is really high, but some of these stories are great and some of these stories are just good. You know? Yeah. So
1: yeah, I feel like this game to me is one of those like generational games where I feel like people who are a little bit younger than us, uh-huh. this is the one they ride for, and then um, you know our 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 age group, I think is in, more in that seven to nine, maybe six area is, is are the games that you know the, just the games you grew up on essentially and that's those are the ones that have a special place in this your heart.
0: Uh, they generally say your first Final Fantasy is your favorite Final Fantasy yeah. so and that's probably true. That's why mine is eight no. <laughs> <laughs> I think eight might have been my actual first Final Fantasy that I played through the entire thing. I played oh. I played six and whatever before that but next one. This is a I would say most people probably wouldn't even include this one and 14 in the series as far as what to play first, but right. it's a mainline one. They made it mainline, which means they they cared about it. Even mm-hmm. though Final Fantasy XI is an MMO that came out on the PS2 in 2002 in Japan, 2004 in the United States. You can still play this on PS2 with like a modem or wow. it's on. You can. I mean, you can obviously play it on PC as well, which is its main.
1: And like on official servers, or is it more of a fan based community kind I'm of thing? Pr-
0: I'm pretty sure it's still running on official servers. Crazy. But I'm not. Do not quote me on that part. Yeah. But you can play it with people for real. There's, <laughs> and it's still there. And, and I mean, obviously this is not. I've never played Eleven. I never had a web. Usable internet, accessible PS2. Yeah, because I mean,
1: didn't you have to buy like a hard drive uh, expansion pack and like the modem expansion for the PS2 in order to play it?
0: Yeah, there was multiple things I think that you had to get to do it on PS on PS2 at least. Um, IGN did not rate this game because they did not keep it. Polygon threw us a threw us a bone though and rated it number eleven to play. It's. I mean, it's not. It they they would rather play Final Fantasy XI on PS2 MMO more than they would rather play Final Fantasy One, Final Fantasy Two, Final Fantasy Three, and an upcoming Final Fantasy as well. Final Fantasy XI. The story is set in a fantasy world of Vana'diel. Dial. I don't know how to say that word. Where player-created avatars can both compete and cooperate in a variety of objectives to develop an assortment of job skills and earn in-game item rewards. Players can undertake an array of quests and progress through the in-game hierarchy and through the major plot of the game. Since its debut in 2002, five expansion packs have been released along with six add-on scenarios. Each expansion pack and add-on brings a new major storyline to Final Fantasy XI World along with numerous areas, quests, events, and item rewards. This one, along with Final Fantasy XIV, essentially means, do you want to play a Final Fantasy game forever? Yeah. This is one of those ones. You know, I mean, with five add-ons already for Final Fantasy XI, I mean, there's not going to be any more, I would assume. But an expansion pack in itself is generally almost a small RPG right there. So... I wouldn't recommend for anyone to start it there because I'm sure sure there's not the the amount of people available even for an MMO. Yeah. And also we have a better Final Fantasy MMO coming yeah, up. Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> next. No need to no need to debate it.
0: <laughs> this next game was rated both the second best Final Fantasy for both IGN and Polygon was Final Fantasy twelve.
1: Wow, okay, yeah. I I feel like this one has only it's, it's esteem has only grown in the year since its release. I think that's I, true. I feel like when it first came out, I, I remember, you know, people not being huge fans of it or supporters of it. And since that remake came out a couple of years ago, it seems like uh, you, I see an article. I, I would see an article every couple of weeks saying like 12 might actually be the best
0: one. <laughs> Um, if I will say I played shit out of 12 when it came out, uh-huh. uh, this was my, co- this was like the, I'm a poor college kid and this game is out and this is the game I'm playing because it came out right at the tail end of college. It came out in 2006 in the United States and Japan on PS2. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Like you said, remix for everything available. So it's there. Uh, it had what <laughs> I don't, it's called an active dimension battle system.
1: Ooh, ADB.
0: This is a hard one to describe. So uh, one thing I think you might be worried about when I hear us talking about Final Fantasies is how in-depth it is and how much like commitment to like really planning some things out do. And I honestly think Final Fantasy XII is a super in-depth game that demands that you actually pay attention to its depth. Uh when it comes to battle. Um, The battle system essentially is the game kind of looks like a fake MMO. Like you're the main character and then you have your party members. And so then when you get into battle, it's just kind of like a 3D battle system. And you set a bunch of commands through, it's called like the gambit system. You set a bunch of commands to all your characters and they kind of do those in order. So, and you, so essentially, say, on your main character, you say, if anyone's health is under 40%, heal them. If not, just attack the nearest character, and if there's a fire character, use ice on them. And there's a bunch of different things, and as the game goes on, your options onto what commands to specifically give the characters grows and grows and grows and grows until at the end of the game, you can be very granular on what you want those characters to do. Right. Um, so it it does start out very simple. It's like attack, heal. Yeah. And, but then it can grow to under thirty percent health, under forty, under twenty, under ten. Like you can get really specific with uh-huh. it. So it's really cool.
1: That does sound cool. Like um, I I feel like I've heard people say it's kind of like baby's first computer programming. In a something. way, yeah. Like
0: could, I could see it described as baby's first, definitely. Yeah.
1: Um, And it sounds cool To me in theory But I wonder if In execution for myself if I would If I would get If I would get into it and I would dive into it enough To kind of make it worth worthwhile
0: I think it's got a Really good cast of characters It's got a lot of characters Um, A lot of people I think would say Oh do you like Star Wars because Final Fantasy 12 is just Star Wars Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the game takes place in Ivalis, where the empires of Arcadia and Rosaria are waging an endless war. Dalmasca, a small kingdom, is caught between the warring nations. When Dalmasca's Annex Arcadia, its princess, Ash, creates a resistance movement. During the struggle, she meets Vaughn, a young adventurer who dreams of becoming a sky pirate in command of an airship. They are quickly joined by a band of allies. Together, they rally against the tyranny of the Arcadian Empire. Uh, one important part is this game takes place in Ivalice. Ivalice is uh, the original sp- place where Final Fantasy Tactics took place when it came on Final Fantasy in, okay, or in yeah. 1997. So this is one of those games that they're not related by any means, but this specifically says, like, hey, this is not the same world as Final Fantasy Tactics. So that already drew me to Final Fantasy Twelve because yeah. Tactics is best boy. There's no random battles in this one either. You can see all the enemies on the field. I like that. So that is another different quality to this one. And the way you you get your normal level up, like normal battle levels up, you level up to 99 or whatever, but then the way you unlock things in this game is you get ability points or something, other points, or no, I think they're called license points because you have what it's called a license board and then you can kind of just unlock this whole big board and you just go like, Oh, I want this person to start learning this stuff. And you just kind of span out through this board. There is the original version. And obviously the one that's pretty much out on everywhere is called the Zodiac. Um, what is it called?
1: Zodiac age.
0: <laughs> it, yep. There it is. The Zodiac age. Uh, and that's the, international when final fantasy like 10 came out and 12 came out they had this like international versions that came out that had a bunch of different stuff and that's basically what the zodiac age is it's the international version so there's some more stuff everyone you can kind of basically you can assign all your characters a job class but then once you assign them that job class then that's what they get so it's you know in in my in my crazy mind i would i would go what if i what if i messed up and made pinello the a, wrong job a thing it doesn't matter you know <laughs> like you yeah. know for the most part like it's just a game it'll be fine but yeah. that can mess with your head and it messes no, with mine yeah. every time i play
1: oh yeah buyer's remorse all that yeah this one this one after talking a little bit more this one wasn't even really on my radar should this be my first but this one i think is climbing the ranks right now it's 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 getting up there it, you know it's since it's had a, a recent remaster, kind of didn't they kind of um, update the gameplay a little bit, you know, to make it easier for modern players? On it's this? got
0: all those modern um, like bells and whistles, like the PlayStation One ones that got that, like you can speed up time, yeah, yeah, and you can set a couple extra things if you want it to. But then it also just feels a little bit more active, where it's not yeah. just a turn-based system where you're sitting there. I will say though that it kind of feels like what you do in this is you set up what you want your characters to do in battle before battles and then you get into battle and it's kind of like almost watching your characters do the battle that's
1: what i've heard yeah it's kind of like you press a button because yeah you spent hours preparing for the battle and then you press one button and then it just kind of auto plays
0: yeah i mean you can play you can obviously control your character and tell them what to do the whole time you can do that but that's not kind of what this game wants you to do that's like a oh, I gotta, I gotta, no, use the potion, use the potion, yeah, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So, th- that is some maybe a drawback of this is a lot of it seems potentially like you're just watching the battles unfurl. Mm, okay, for, so next one, Final Fantasy 13.
1: Fans know you've got a soft spot in your heart for this one.
0: I did, I just released a Tiger Castle review on Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 13 entitled. Final Fantasy Thirteen is a good game.
1: <laughs> I'm going to watch that after we record.
0: And I'll tell you right now, I bet a lot of people saw that title and said, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it is a good game. It, it is. It came out in 2009, December 2009 in Japan and March 2010 in the United States. And that came out on PS3 and Xbox 360. And this is back in my life where I actually, I tre- I, I was a trader. I, I left PlayStation Ecosystem. I moved to Xbox 360. And I first played this on the Xbox. And I obviously later went back and platinumed it <laughs> on my PlayStation 3 last year. Uh, this one has what is called the Command Synergy Battle System, which doesn't make any sense. It's basically, it's similar in a way to Final Fantasy 12 where you kind of prepare for battle a little bit before um, with these things called paradigms, which essentially just says all three of your characters in a the battle, they each have a, a different job system, job okay. class that they can have. There's six jobs. Eventually, everybody can have all six jobs. Oh. And then there's six different paradigms where, and so then you can switch between those six different versions of what you want. And that will just kind of show what you know it'll your your guys will do what you want your guys to do over that battle system in turn kind of sounds like oh that doesn't it's not very interesting but it's the harder battles and after you play a battle and you either lose or it took you a really long time to beat and you struggled through it you start to realize that oh this this is hard and if i pay more attention then I can make this easier and I can get good. Like you can get good at fighting in Final Fantasy 13. <laughs> it's very linear, however. Uh it's, you know, it's a hallway simulator as some might say. Yeah. I would uh argue that that's part of the story and that's there's a reason for that. And there is and but it's still that's not very common for final fantasy per se i mean 10 was is pretty linear parts when when you get to the story in final fantasy 15 that part's very linear but final fantasy 13 is very linear and it sh- it does not pretend so i think that puts a lot of people off
1: and this one's harder to find right because it's really only on like PS3 Xbox 360 right there's it's, been no it, yeah, remaster Yeah
0: it's definitely PS3 Xbox 360 but it's also I think it just came to Xbox Game Pass in ah. a, recently this year. So if you're an Xbox person it's very easy to find obviously it's on PC as well. Yeah. Um and then the level up system is kind of like the license board in Final Fantasy 12 where it's but more linear you just literally it's like oh it looks like a constellation but you can only go to one point. Everybody has all six jobs and you can level up the jobs separately but it's only like you you go from point a to b to c to d to e so like you don't get to pick what you're leveling up next you're just leveling up the next node okay so there's that um IGN gave it a 10 uh the 10th best and i think they they only <laughs> that was only behind 8 or in front of 8 and 2 okay Eight still better than thir- eight's better. I'm just saying <laughs> they're doing it dirty. Uh, and Polygon rated it thirteen out of their fifteen, so it's low. It's yeah. low in everybody's. Thing. Okay. It's it's the Death Stranding of Final Fantasies. You like it or you don't. You know, okay. it's not for everybody. But it's not as good as Death Stranding. I you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want you to pretend. I borrowed you Death Stranding, and I don't want you to pre- to think that I think it's as good as Death Stranding. Okay. Come on now. Coming to an end, Nick. You're, yeah. Are you are you prepared to make your decision right here? I,
1: I I mean, you know, I want to hear about what these last two have got <laughs> going on, but I think I might have a decision.
0: All right. Uh, the next one is the other MMO that is currently very much active yeah. with a lot of users. Uh, it's Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn. And the reason why I say that is because this one came out in 2013. The original... Final Fantasy 14 came out in 2010 and just bombed everyone. Yep. It was universally disliked, I guess. Um, I didn't even really know about it or catch on to it in 2010 square was like, yep, you're right. It's crappy. And they completely remade the game. I called it a realm reborn. I played through about half of the actual campaign in 14. I mm-hmm. would love to go back to it, but it's an MMO. So you need friends so hey nick if this wants to be your first final fantasy <laughs> i'm here for you and yep. i got a couple other people that'll be here for you too but they re- completely remade it and that's even the remake itself is kind of part of the story right at the beginning yeah
1: no i i watched like randomly a few months ago a like a documentary a youtube documentary series about final fantasy 14 and the okay. whole story and it was super interesting and um uh, I love the doc I think it was uh, the channel's no clip okay you yeah I've it? heard of that um, but yeah it, uh, it it seemed like a cool story and it's one of those things where like I'd love to become a part of that world but I just don't think I'm ready for that
0: it's it's a lot I will tell you I, I probably dabbled in 14 for about 6 months with my mm-hmm. friend Brian uh, he lived in New York at the time so it was kind of a perfect like it's perfect to be able to hang out with somebody and and play yeah. and, and and chat. But I mean there's still a, there's a fourth expansion that is scheduled for fall of 2021 still. So I mean brand new content's coming out constantly for this game still.
1: Yeah.
0: Um Final Fantasy 14 takes place in the fictional land of Eorzea 5 years after the events of the original. 2010 release at the conclusion of the original game the primal dragon bahamut escapes from its lunar prison to initiate the seventh umbral calamity jesus christ an apocalyptic event which destroys much of eorzea through the god's blessing the player character escapes the devastation by time traveling five years into the future as azoria recovers and rebuilds the player must deal with the impending threat of the invasion of the garlean empire from the north I did not get that far into the, the the total plot. I got I you know I got dove, I I got stuck in like I was chopping wood and fishing a lot, uh, grinding. <laughs> yeah, I just it's there's so much to do. You could live your entire life in Final Fantasy XIV and just be like, no, I just fish and I have a hut over here. Like it, you could and I and I ride like a a llama or something. <laughs> it's just a lot to do. If you're into MMOs, this is one of the more prominent MMOs there is around. Honestly, um, it's like World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy. Yeah, I mean
1: this days. one. This one is really popular. Surprising, it surprised me to to learn how popular it was and still is.
0: Mm-hmm. I had a great time. It's on, obviously uh, It's on PlayStation Four. Very much on PC. I would assume it's on. I don't. Is it on Xbox? I honestly didn't uh, look up. I think so. I wouldn't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah. IGN did not rate this, and Polygon wrote said it was its 15th wow i think it's just because it was and maybe just because of an it's mmo status and whatnot obviously if you're trying to get into final fantasy this is not the game that's going to show you what final fantasy is this is for someone who's played four or five games and now wants a persistent final fantasy Mm -hmm. world that they can live in or honestly if someone who doesn't care really care about final fantasy but just like is over world of warcraft or over some other MMO. They yeah
1: because I've heard now, it's saying, it seems like people are saying this might be the best Final Fantasy ever.
0: No, I've heard I've heard a lot of praise about its just literal campaign story, mm-hmm. but how good the campaign is. Yeah,
1: that's the, yeah, that's what I've heard.
0: And I remember seeing some of the ba- when the bad guys are like introduced in the game, and they walk out and they're wearing their armor and stuff, and I'm like, these bad guys look bad ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> So I will tell you right now that they they look cool. So, and and it, 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 yeah, it was it was good. I just fell off because me and my friend weren't playing as much, so we mm-hmm. just stopped. You need friends to play it. You can play it alone. You can make friends. I'm not good at making random internet friends. Yeah, so. I don't really
1: do, I don't really go for that.
0: Someone's like, put on your put on your headset, and I'm like, I don't have a
1: microphone. I really. don't want to. I don't
0: have a microphone, and I do, but I just don't want to. I just don't want to put it on and talk to strangers. Cause I'm yeah, scared. same um and then we got one more final fantasy 15 Uh, that came out in november of 2016 worldwide it's on ps4 and xbox one and obviously you can play it then on all the brand new consoles by sticking that old disc in there and it'll still Mm -hmm. work it has the active x battle system basically it is your it is just a straight up action rpg um kind of hard for me to describe maybe what it feels like today since when it it i played it right when it came out and you could only control one character only control noctis the main character now you can switch between characters during battle they did a lot there was a lot of dlc um it kind of felt like it was incomplete when it came out the story that's what i heard the story was whatever. It had a really big open world, and yes, if you lis- w- listen to some Tiger Castle videos, I shit on Final Fantasy fifteen sometimes <laughs> about its open world issues. It was a lot of like it's huge open world, and it felt it feels a little desolate. <laughs> like there's nothing. Yeah, that's
1: what, I feel like that's what I had I, I heard as the consensus is that yeah, it's a huge open world, but there's nothing to do in it.
0: Right, and and the the for the most part, the, like the side quests that you get. Cause that's like, and it, don't get me wrong. Even though I say this, I played it for a hundred hours and platinumed mm-hmm. it. And I did like it a lot, but it, it was like, some guy was like, Hey, could you go across the map and kill some varmints at my farm so I can grow my carrots still. And so, mm-hmm. you know, or Hey, can you go over there and grab the coin that I lost in the, in the cave? So none of the side quests, in my opinion, really added too much to the world building. They were just kind of, Fetch quests and stuff. Yeah, busy work. But there's a royal edition now that uh, "quote unquote" fixed some of the early story issues and added some stuff to it. So, and and it very prominently when you put when you put it in your system, it says Final Fantasy 15, a Final Fantasy for first timers and like Final Fantasy lovers, essentially.
1: Ah, so they're trying to get everybody under the tent.
0: So Square itself said, "Hey, you never played a Final Fantasy before." Maybe this one's your first one. It's a good. It's a good place to start. Um it's four, four uh four dudes dressed in black driving a car around the world.
1: Looking like a boy band too, right?
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. I really enjoyed, by the way. I really enjoyed the uh, Bad Guy. I really liked some of the story in this revolving around him too. It really felt for him. Like it was a it was a it was a good story. Okay. Um it's just there was a lot in the middle. That wasn't like insanely compelling, but still good. By no means not good. Um, really quick, Final Fantasy 15 takes place on the fictional world of Eos. Aside from, In- um, aside from Insomnia, the capital of Lucius, all the world is dominated by the Empire of Niflheim, who seek control of the magic crystal. It's back, Nick. Crystal's back, baby. It's back, baby. Protected by the Lucian royal family. On the eve of peace negotiations, there's a tiny, tiny bug flying around my nose. Um, on the eve of peace negotiations, Niflheim attacks the capital and steals the crystal. Noctis, heir to the Lucian throne, goes on a quest to rescue the crystal and defeat Niflheim. He later learns his full role as the true king, destined to use the crystal's power to save the Eos from the eternal darkness. The game shares a thematic connection with fabula nova Crystallis, final fantasy a sub-series of games linked by a common mythos which includes final fantasy 13 and final fantasy type 0 okay basically at one point they were going to do this whole big thing called the fabula-, fabula nova cristalis which is going to be 13 13 2 i don't know if they were planning on like lightning returns or 13 2 technically at that time there was one called final fantasy 13 versus which never came out and that eventually just turned into final fantasy 15 oh that's
1: right yeah that's right
0: and then final fantasy type zero they're all extremely loosely connected by a means that essentially don't matter whatsoever you know yeah so don't worry about any of that part sure. that, that has nothing to do with anything
1: that's just for the super fans
0: yeah um just someone going well wow. Shinra's in Final Fantasy X and the name of the thing in Final Fantasy VII. So they're obviously part of the same universe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that kind of stuff. Doesn't really matter for this. But right. good game, obviously the most modern yep. current one there is. So there's that. It's got a good fishing. It's got some fishing in it. <laughs> yeah. So I can't complain about that. I should have put a card game in it, I'll tell you that right now.
1: I'm I am intrigued by 15 just because it is modern it's it's an action RPG which is something I'm more accustomed to something I'm uh, I play more more frequently than a turn-based RPG um, but I think the amount of time I'd have to devote to it and just after hearing some of the the negative um, feedback about it which is still usually, couched in positivity like i think most people thought the game was okay at, at mm-hmm. the very least but uh, yeah i don't know if that one's gonna make the cut so fair
0: fair enough I, w- I will say that i think i platinumed final fantasy 15 in about 55 hours oh okay so That's not too honestly bad. it wasn't too bad to put in perspective i platinumed final fantasy 13 in 125 hours
1: yeah okay 55 I can do I can work with 55
0: I, I beat the story in 15 and 13 in about 55 hours oh, okay so damn <laughs> yeah no I hated my life that year don't worry that <laughs> I platinum 13
1: all right so is it is it time for the big reveal I think so all right let me let's uh yeah we're we're, we're getting long in time so I won't take up too much more but let me think if I can list off the who's in the top five running right now. I would
0: love that that'd be fantastic all right actually.
1: in no particular order um Final Fantasy 6 has made the cut okay Final Fantasy 7 Final Fantasy 9 mm-hmm. and Final Fantasy 12 which I didn't think was gonna make it in is in there and Final Fantasy 15 I think oh, okay um, are there any games that you feel like you want to make a case for to make to make it in the top five and kick out? Probably fifteen, which is probably at the bottom of my
0: honestly. List right now. I feel like if I was going to say one um, to put in and to shove out somebody, I would almost say one. Final Fantasy one.
1: Okay, I know you like to go back to those games.
0: I, I, I enjoy knowing the roots of where something came from. Mm -hmm. um 33 years (laughs) four years from when it first came out i think one if played on probably like the steam version or the ps1 origins version Uh for the most part easiest ways to do it because i i'm just gonna go with the assumption that you're not gonna play it on your iphone uh is it's simple it's not very long uh, it's turn based, obviously, but I think it's got a, a, enough customization and just kind of like adventure that it's still good. I don't, I don't, that's necessarily saying it should trump six, seven, nine, or 12 per right. se. But if I was going to say, if someone said play one or 15, right now I would tell you to play one.
1: Okay. Okay. It's a good argument, strong argument. <laughs> but he ain't getting in.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: So now, uh, just to kind of talk you through my thoughts and before I make the big reveal. Okay, I like it. After hearing the spiels, after hearing the synopsises, and just a little bit more uh, information and history and kind of the battle systems, I definitely think I want my first game to have the, uh, what is it, the active time Battle system.
0: Yeah, the one that kind of persisted through four through nine.
1: Yes. Yep. I, I want I want. I want my first game to be that experience because I feel like if I was playing these games when I was growing up, one of my first would be one that had this system in it.
0: Truth. So right now, that so far we've then narrowed it down to six, seven, or nine for
1: you. Right. Exactly. And then, <clears throat> so as we are now in the top three. It's good. I want to think about the place I'm playing it, and so I've got a as PS5 in, as in
0: console, or yeah. like, uh, like, like you want to move to Montana to play it? No, no,
1: the system I'm playing it on. <laughs> and so, you know, for listeners, let listeners know I've got a PS5 and a Switch, and you know, I've got a phone or whatever, but um, I, I want to play it on one of those systems. Yep, and then thinking a little bit about trophies and all that, you know, obviously only the PS five is going to give me that, that, that endorphin hit when I get the trophies. Bing. Um, But you know, the portability ease of play with the switch is, is fun. And I think playing a turn-based RPG to me just makes a lot of sense to, that's something that you kind of do in your bed right before you go to sleep or you wake up on a, on a weekend and you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll grab my Switch, play a little bit while I'm kind of, while I'm waking up. Um,
0: sure, sure.
1: So there's no real clear winner on wh- where I'm going to want to play it or where I'm going to play it. But um, that changes some things. So I think because of that, that eliminates six because I have six on my old, on my SNES mini. Oh, the, the mini, yeah. Yeah, I've got it on there. And, but I don't think that game is playable on on Switch or
0: PS Five. Is that correct? Am I wrong? Uh, six? No, I don't believe so. Yeah, not currently, at least.
1: So we're down to two. We're down to seven and nine.
0: Does <laughs> so? I know you said I know you don't care too much about it, but does the the tro- the platinum trophy uh, difficulty and hours to get matter to you between seven and nine?
1: Yeah. Uh, Possibly, uh, you know, I I don't imagine I'm gonna platinum either in one of those games, but if there's one that's just like a lot easier to platinum, then yep. I would consider it.
0: Okay, well, I want to. I'm gonna tell you about that after you <laughs> make a decision. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, and time
1: to beat just just general time to beat I think is important for me on both of these games. So can you tell me that information?
0: I. Least? I would think just based on me thinking about these two games that if you were just playing to like play the game, enjoy some of the side stuff as you come across it level, you know, you're going to level up a little, have to grind maybe a little bit on both, but you just basically are like, I want to enjoy this game, play what I like at side stuff and then beat it kind of naturally. Yeah. I honestly don't think either one of these are going to be, and this is mostly based on your play style yeah which would it's going to be between 55 and 70 hours i think for both okay okay i a don't little, think little i don't long, think but... yeah i'm I mean, 55 is probably a, always a good time to say what a final fantasy game is mm-hmm. i like to say 70 because i feel like i poke around in everything yeah I just
1: i'm a poker in. as well huh okay interesting i i i can't i don't know if i'm ready to come to a final decision so of these two, which one I think you've already said, maybe nine is the way to to go for a start?
0: you know they they both they both are so interesting, especially in the the public eye uh because obviously seven, based on everything we said today with all the news of all the new Final Fantasy seven games are coming out, all the ones that have been final fantasy nine is just Final Fantasy nine mm-hmm. there's never been. Some other things 9-2 yeah,
1: There's yeah. not
0: 9-2 Lightning's return <laughs> uh, But 7 has a billion things But you don't need any of the other stuff on 7 either And like what happens when you play 7 And you love it And now all of a sudden you have Six other games <laughs> essentially right. To play. right. So there's there's a cost There's a benefit So part of me is be, just to be part of the zeitgeist and To be part of the everybody 7 is such a good way to go and it's a good game, you know? And with the state of the world <laughs> and everything, <laughs> 7 is very, like, anti-big corporation. Yeah, and yeah I like Fighting timeliness. against the man and stuff. So, that oddly enough, I feel like the timing in 7 in 97, when it came out, was pretty good. And the timing for 7 right now is still pretty good <laughs> <laughs> for what its content has. And 9 is just like, hey, do you want to... You want to be in a fantasy world and fight some dragons, um, but like save the world against maybe an evil monarch and whatnot with just lovable good characters and stuff. Nine is also good. With I would say in my maybe it's not better. It's not better gameplay. I think they're just both really good. Yeah, I can't help you make this decision. I know. I, I was yeah, trying I think to. You're you're
1: you're you're stuck now too.
0: I've waffled back and forth I, I okay mean, if your
1: decision I, do you have it i i, I i've been waffling too because originally i was thinking it's nine it's going to be nine but then as well, we were been talking through it and i've been weighing the weighing the options i'm like oh maybe i should do seven so i've been going back and forth i think i'm gonna have to just pull the trigger make a decision and i'm gonna going to pick final fantasy seven
0: <laughs> I, I you thought know, you were going to be like Final uh, Fantasy three. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I, you know, I I hate to. Uh, I feel like I don't. You know, I, I don't want our listeners to think this was rigged. And you know, of course he picked seven. You know, everyone's going to say seven. Everyone's going to do seven first because I really didn't think it was going to be seven. But I think I just got to go with it. Got to go with the game that 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 was the first time I'd ever heard of Final Fantasies when I saw those ads for seven and people talking about seven. And I, yeah, it's always been a game that's like i you know, I felt like it was missing from my from my video game history, and yeah. so I think I gotta write that wrong. and also, I really want to play remake because I think it looks super cool, but I want to have that context before I do it
0: yeah i so. i I personally think the context is important. I don't think necessarily everyone needs it. I also just think that playing seven remake currently is you only get not even a third of a game. I don't even know how many. Who knows how many they're going to be? Right. Um But you just have time. Yeah. You have time to play all of seven, and then just get into remake as well.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: You will play seven, and probably play remake before we even hear about the release of seven of remake two. Oh, yeah. I
1: I think yeah, that's totally accurate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which well, is fine with me because as long as they take their time and make it, they they did a good job with remake. So. As long as they keep doing a good job, they can take as much time as they need to. No one expects these things to come out once a year. So, Alright, you guys heard it first. Final Fantasy VII Remake, officially the first Final Fantasy you should play.
1: <laughs> everyone. It's it's objective. It applies to everyone.
0: Unless you're me and you play Final Fantasy VIII first, and then you're just a ruined shell of a human for the rest <laughs> of your life. Uh yeah, that'll be good. I, I, I always thought like seven, eight, nine, eight, I mean eight, no, but nine, twelve, all those ones that are on the modern consoles that have some of the modern things like speed up mm-hmm. and just a couple of those things are just probably better for modern gamers playing right now. Just just to hopefully help you not lose interest if yeah that's gonna I, I happen. Think so. But based on obviously it's just still the popularity of seven, I don't think you can go wrong with that. And I would love for you to just be like, I played seven, played crisis Core.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Just get deep into the lore.
0: If we get back here next month and you're like, guys, I played seven. I also played dirge of Cerberus. (laughs) Then we know you're in.
1: I bought the, uh, the UMD of, uh, Advent children. Don't even have a PSP,
0: but I just got the UMD. It's framed. It's in a, (laughs) it's on my wall. It's good. All right. Well, I mean, number one, listeners, please comment, write us in, whatever you need to, at underscore tiger castle on Twitter. What, what Final Fantasy would you recommend for your first one? If you're picking one, which one did you pick and play? Mm-hmm. Especially as an adult. As a kid, I feel like a lot of times someone's just like, got this game. And that's the first, that's why a lot of people played whatever their first Final Fantasy was. It's because their older brother, our friend, had that and they played it so if you have to choose which one was it which one will be please let us know we're very interested we just spent two hours talking about this wow yeah i read a lot of wikipedia quotes thank you thank you for listening thank you wikipedia thank you ign and polygon shout out to wikipedia Appreciate, appreciate you so much. Remember when we were in like high school and like early college when they were like Wikipedia, that can't be trusted. And yeah, don't I don't use it. it. And now I'm like Pfft, using it, 100 percent using it. Oh yeah, it's legit. It's very legit. It's very legit. Uh, so I guess that's gonna do it. We did it. Nick's gonna play Final Fantasy VII. Eventually, he'll report back.
1: Yep. I think I think I might start it this week. Yeah. Um I'm I'm in the perfect spot to do it i mean like kind of in between games control i think isn't going to take too long to beat i think maybe like 15 20 or so
0: yep yeah depending on if you want to platinum it or not but even then i think it's still only going to be like 20 hours to platinum. yeah so so be a palate cleanser dive into that on switch uh it's gonna be fun oh you're gonna play are you gonna play seven on switch yep cool excellent that'll be interesting too i'd like to know how the switch version works if it feels good or yeah yeah i'll let you know i'll report back i'd assume the switch can uh, act, uh, can competently handle a game from 1997 so yeah not worried about that so.
1: but might have to wait for the switch pro <laughs> uh,
0: i wanted to play final fantasy 7 but i couldn't because the switch pro isn't out and the switch doesn't <laughs> handle it very well that'd be very sad all right well that's gonna do it for us this month thank you for listening i said it before but thank you wikipedia for all that useful information that I you, you gave me to spout back to Nick and the listeners, we appreciate Couldn't it. Couldn't have done it without
1: you. That's
0: right. If you want to hit us up, uh, you have a suggestion for maybe uh, what a topic of the show might be in the future, or you want to talk to us about your first Final Fantasy, you can hit us up at underscore TigerCastle on the Twitters. That's pretty much it. We got a YouTube. You can comment on a video say, like, hey, I listened to this. Uh, this you were wrong should have been final fantasy 11 and we'll take that into consideration but that's gonna do it we'll see you next month for another mega potion goodbye later